Last week on Let's Talk Supply Chain, we had a couple of things happening. It was the second episode of our Quick Base mini-series in a show where we chatted about controlling productivity and driving collaboration. I was joined by Alex to discuss the increasing importance of generating renewable energy sources, controlling complex projects that reshape our world so you can ensure efficiency and connectivity while meeting high demand and exactly how QuickBase can help. It has been a really insightful and memorable series, so I hope you've enjoyed it. Plus, we had Mercado here with a recap of First Things First, which is our newest live show that happens on the second Tuesday of every single month at 12 p.m. Eastern. And so if you missed it, you can catch up on either of those episodes anywhere you subscribe to the Let's Talk Supply Chain podcast over on the letstalksupplychain.com or even on our YouTube channel. Let's Talk Supply Chain is not your average supply chain podcast. We feature not just the top of the industry, but also diverse voices from within the community, new innovations, and the disruptors making waves in the industry. Don't listen to the same old, same old. Be sparked by new ideas and fresh perspectives only on Let's Talk Supply Chain. And now a word from our sponsor. It's time to take control over your supply chain with Cavallo. Cavallo is a distribution management solutions provider founded by an experienced distributor who spent two decades perfecting and optimizing Cavallo's high-powered user-friendly software. Cavallo offers the ability to have complete control of your process with automated workflows that offer business rules and alert logic that will streamline your distribution operations. Leverage Cavallo's state-of-the-art business intelligent platform that provides real-time intelligence of your customers' orders, alerting you if they are out of compliance or even better, bringing awareness to areas in your business that are driving exceptional value. With a data-driven approach to supply chain management, Cavallo enables a network of cloud, on-prem, and integrated solutions that offer a path to excellence no matter where you are in your technical journey. For more information on how to accelerate growth with Cavallo's business intelligent platform and its game-changing distribution management software, visit Cavallo, C-A-V-A-L-L-O.com today. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Let's Talk Supply Chain. We are well into spring, and we are well on our way to the summer. I don't know about you, but I cannot wait. I am so excited for today's episode, and I won't surprise you too much if you were listening recently, but I'm switching things up this week, folks. I'm joined by someone who is changing the next generation of supply chainers. Any idea who that is? Well, I'll reveal it after the poll of the week. So the question we asked you was, what was college? to you. 57% of you said fun and exciting. 32% said study, study, study. 6% said scary and unfamiliar. And 6% said well, dot, dot, dot. And they certainly did comment below. We had 527 votes for this poll and a ton of comments. Tempest says fun and exciting when I first started, but I wasn't ready back then and wish I would have waited. Audria, fun and exciting, but I wish I didn't take life so seriously back then and just enjoyed myself a little bit more. Anna said it was a time of self-doubt and low self-esteem. There were a lot of fun and exciting times also. 
Robert says late, currently attending, should have done it much sooner. Audrey, it was a struggle. Like Tempest, I felt I would have been best to wait and go later. Rebecca, inaccessible. Lisa, lots of work. Would go to school seven to three and then work till close during the year. And over the summer, she worked two part-time jobs. Edward says it was fun and went twice doing computer-aided design and construction management, met great people, and shared ideas for future careers. Paula said late because I did the army thing. Ooh. Brent said school Monday to Friday full-time, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, work second and third shifts to pay for school. Wow. Master's was much better, he said. And Esther, college is freedom from rigorous parental restrictions and experiencing peer influences and relationships. Well, thank you so much to everybody who weighed in on our poll of the week. We always have some really great responses. And come back because we ask you a question every single Wednesday across all of our social media. So now back to today's podcast in which forward-thinking transport technology business is joining me today? Well, it's Abby Baird from one of our live shows at Let's Talk Supply Chain. It's called Coming in Hot with Abby Baird. With the industry always changing, I always wonder what's in store for the next generation of supply chain professionals. And I'm sure I'm not alone. Supply chain management student Abby Baird brings her passion and enthusiasm for the future of supply chain every fourth Thursday at 12.30 p.m. Eastern on Let's Talk Supply Chain, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Today, Abby is chatting alongside supply chain and logistics reporter at the Wall Street Journal, Lydia O'Neill. So I will leave it to Abby, and I hope you all enjoy this episode. Hello, hello, and welcome to Coming in Hot with Abby Baird. My name is Abby Baird, so I'm fortunate enough to host this show, and our show is all about the next generation of supply chain, how we can get them involved, um, what's special and unique about that, um, and so much more. So I'm so excited um, for everyone to be joining us. Um, to the audience, as you guys come in, please let us know where you're from um, and throughout this whole entire segment, any questions you have. Um, today, we have a really exciting topic and a really awesome guest. Um, as you guys know, um, Let's Talk Supply Chain is obviously a podcast, but we also have a huge media brand and I run the TikTok for Let's Talk Supply Chain. And on that account, we've been able to kind of develop supply chain into like the memification, as one would say, and just kind of popularize it in a different method rather than a classroom or an article, just a, a different vessel to teach supply chain. And that's why I'm so excited um, to bring our guest on. Um, we have um, Lydia O'Neill, and I will let her introduce herself and everything, but she is a reporter at the Wall Street Journal and covers um, logistics and supply chain. So she's going to talk about all about um, the popularization and unification of supply chain as it relates to a recent article she looked, she just wrote. So welcome, Lydia, to the stage. Thanks for having me. Hello. How are you doing? Great. Thanks. How are you? Good. Good. Um, while the audience keeps coming in and telling and telling us where they're tuning in from, how about you let them know who you are, your history, any fun facts? Um, just kind of tell us your story and how you got here. 
Sure. Yeah. So I, um, I studied economics at Emory, graduated in 2016, um, interned at a bunch of newspapers, CNN, um, Consumer Reports, and worked at a small news website and covered money and politics and business and then tax policy for three and a half years. Uh, and then I switched to this in <laughs> August uh, on the Wall Street Journal Logistics Report. Um, so I focus, we have a reporter who focuses more on the ports, and then I focus more on uh, like supply chain strategies, like what shippers are doing, how they're adapting to the chaos. Uh, we had a reporter who covered trucking, and she left recently, and so I've kind of absorbed a lot of that as well, um, but just drinking from the fire hose of information about supply chains. Um, yeah. not, not a bad time to be doing it, for sure. I was just about to say, how how has that been, like, transitioning to this topic in the heat of, like, a very changing environment? I think it's been challenging because, you know, so everybody wants to hear, you know, what I have to say. And I'm kind of learning this on the fly. But at the same time, it affects so many other reporters' beats that you're constantly thinking, like, oh, I have this great idea about there's the shortage of this thing. And or, like there aren't enough construction materials, but like our housing reporters are already on that, or there are like auto reporters who, and semiconductor reporters who are already, you know, this is affecting everyone. So it's constantly figuring out like, okay, what, what are the stories I can write? Because it's affecting everyone else's expertise area too. Yeah, that's a real, that's, that's a really interesting point that I didn't even think about because as I constantly say, supply chain affects everything in business, mm-hmm. outside of business, and this comes from being a supply chain nerd, but um, it does affect like everything in our world. So that's a really good point is like as someone who kind of is in, is in supply chain in a little unique way, um, how you face your own unique challenges within that. Um, but yes, the reason to our audience, um, how Liddy and I got connected actually is that she wrote this phenomenal article. I can't, I cannot recommend it enough. I even, some of the comments, I even giggled a little bit. I was like, this is just too relatable, too good. Um, but she wrote this awesome article called Sorry, the Global Supply Chain Ate My Homework. Um, we've linked it here and I highly recommend it that everyone checks it out. Um, and basically it's all about kind of like the memification of supply chain and how, like what we do at at um, Let's Talk Supply Chain, we um, have transferred it to TikTok. We've transferred it to live stream events like this, and we've really taken supply chain and just rolled with it in an innovative way. And her article just covers everything among that. So again, audience, I cannot recommend it enough. Hopefully, you guys have a chance to read it. But Lydia, how did you think? How did that idea like come to you to write an article about it? Is it is it just something you saw? Is it all over the place? What? Why did you think that would be an interesting topic? It kind of came from a conversation with another reporter who the one who left who's much more expert in all this stuff than I am, and um, I don't remember what we were talking about, but it came up that I'd seen a, a professor had retweeted the uh, the Jack White. Um, concert tour name which he named his concert tour the supply chain issues tour and the professor was like oh now now this is when you know it's gone mainstream and I was telling her about it and said like I had to actually google it because I didn't think it was real at first <laughs> um and so she's like, maybe there's a story to be done on how this has just become 
an internet thing. And it's kind of gone beyond like what it is practically for the people who actually work in supply chain. And it's become a meme. And uh, it's not something I thought that the Wall Street Journal would do. It sounds like a like a Taylor Lorenz, like internet culture story to me. <laughs> so um, I was surprised when we got the okay to do it. So um, yeah, I, I got on TikTok and just started like searching Twitter for that meme. And I actually got the company to give me some stats on how often the phrase and the hashtag are used. And yeah, it was a lot. It was like a quadrupling. So um, yeah, I, th- I think in your article, it says it's like, like in the last, like in a short period of time, it was like 2.2 mentions of just like supply chain. Yeah. Which it's is like, insane. And yeah, I think it was 2.2 million at the end of last year compared to like 400,000 in 2019 or something. Like yeah, that is crazy. And I think obviously we're talking to an audience of supply chain people. So we're all like about time people know what it is about mm-hmm. time. I was like, I want to know if our audience kind of relates to that. Cause all of, I was like, I'm just now entering the industry, but a lot of people who have been in it in so for a long time have really dealt with people not really knowing what it is. And so to your point, it's definitely become like a buzzword. Um, how do you think like that memification and increase of supply chain content on social media or like Twitter and TikTok, um, has impacted um, kind of how like supply chain kind of impacted businesses. Do you think it has impacted the business professional or maybe just the individual person walking down the street more? I have heard anecdotally, I mean, I don't have data on this. There, hopefully there will be data on this in the coming like year or two, but I have heard anecdotally from a lot of people who are professors that they're seeing more interest from younger, even high school students that they reach out to, which seems crazy that you can imagine a high schooler being like, I want to work in supply chain management. <laughs> um, and then even like professionals who I've heard on webcasts, like someone at, at Gartner who um, focuses on supply chain said like her nephew who was like 19 or something was like, I want to do this. Tell me about it. And uh, it's just surprising to a lot of these people because it has seemed like this arcane back office uh, work that hasn't had a lot of visibility. Uh, but I think a really, a, a really good, um, another effect of this has been the visibility of all the people, like the, the workers in the warehouses and the truckers and on cargo ships, because it's sort of been this like invisible magic of your stuff getting to your door. And I think, you know, people, sure, people have been complaining a lot about the delays, but then there's also been a lot more attention turned to like, okay, here's why and here what, here's what these people are dealing with as you've ordered a bazillion more things from your, from yeah. your computer. So Yeah. I, I mean, I love that because I know I'm constantly saying that um, supply chain is an industry with a heartbeat behind it. And it's the people who make it so special. And so I do think the memification of it and just the popularization of it as a buzzword um, has increased transparency of what is actually happening. Like Mm -hmm. whether that is, whether the change that needs to happen, the positive things that are occurring and as well, like the consumer impact on it. Do you think the um, like this popularity in social media of supply chain is actually like teaching people what supply chain is or is it 
um, kind of staying in like that meme realm. Like I think in somewhere in your article, and I've I've seen posts like this. I reposted them because it's just too funny. Um, it's um, someone I think it was like, why did my boyfriend break up with me? Oh yeah, supply chain issues. So do you think people are taking that memification and being like, oh, supply chain issues are actually learning from it? I mean, there's certainly people using it as a, a blanket, like dog ate my homework, not necessarily <laughs> going to go investigate the operational side of it. Um, and I, I, there's at least one professor I talked to who was a little bit irked by people kind of like jumping on the bandwagon and using it as a buzzword and not uh, maybe not properly explaining it. Um, but then I, I think there is a lot more, again, visibility into like what that actually means and why, why your stuff is delayed. Um, and it's people know what a supply chain is where it again would seem like more of an arcane business jargon term before. Mm -hmm. Well, I love hearing that students are kind of making a switch and being like, well, what is this? Like what I want to study it. Um, Because as someone who does study supply chain management, um, it's encouraging to know that again, it, it took a global pandemic for people to learn what a supply chain is, but it's encouraging to hear um, students wanting to be a part of this. Um, and that's just really exciting. Um, I do want to say hello to our audience real quickly before I ask. There's so, there's so much. Like, I love this topic. Um, but we have um, someone from Ohio and um, Salam from India. And then, of course, Sarah Barnes Humphrey. I'm so glad to be back as well. And then AJ, I'm so glad you liked the show. So I just wanted to say hi to our audience. Um, and y'all keep ask some questions. This is such a good topic. And um, we have two, myself and Lydia have very different backgrounds. So hopefully with our two perspectives, we can kind of answer your questions on how we, as people in the industry or entering the industry, can maybe use the mummification to develop supply chain. Um, but I would want, so, oh, Thank you, Katie. I'm so glad you found our channel and I'm so glad you're here. Um, So do you, so I would just ask like, so obviously it's now a buzzword. People are learning what it is. Um, Do you think, what is the value or importance of just in general increasing supply chain knowledge and exposure, whether that be through TikTok and the memification or Twitter um, or in a classroom? What do you think the value of that is? I think it's great to bring in you know, more diverse workforce in, in the management part of it, especially because you know, I've, I hear over and over again that this is a history of being you know, the domain of a bunch of old white guys. And so <laughs> you know, to, have, to go on TikTok and then find, you know, when I search just the supply chain hashtag to see like, what are people, what videos are people making about this? And to find like a bunch of young women, including yourself, explaining it. I was like, oh, wow, this is really great, especially coming from, you know, corporate tax coverage where they have a much longer way to go. Um, But yeah, I had a lot of, I heard a lot of professors were really optimistic about like how this is bringing more young people and more more diverse uh, people into the field. Yeah. I mean, I love that. And I think that's, um, definitely something that I'm very passionate about. And um, to kind of give our audience backstory um, on why, how I kind of got involved with Let's Talk Supply Chain and this TikTok. And one thing that I think Let's Talk Supply Chain 
does really well is promoting minority voices within the supply chain. Um, I know we have a women in supply chain series um, just um, as Let's Talk Supply Chain, but also we promote that on our TikTok as well um, to just share the voices of supply chain because I mentioned it earlier, it's the people who make supply chain um so special and so highlighting their voices I think is just incredibly important um but as you um as you talk to all of these people um who like myself who are like making TikToks about supply chain and are sharing it in this innovative way was there like an did you find that there was like an overarching theme or goal within what they were doing or was it or were there a bunch of different goals or purposes behind it? I guess a, an overarching goal would be to make it fun. Because again, like I, like I said, it can seem like this arcane thing that you know could put someone to sleep if you start talking about it at a dinner party traditionally. Um, but here are these women, you know, setting their work to soundtracks and Beyonce videos and um, making it very real and very fun and. Um, and moving away from the like jargony business talk aspect of it. Mm -hmm. I think that's such an interesting perspective because for our audience and obviously you and I've had a couple conversations, anyone who talks to me knows that like supply chain like sets my soul on fire. So whenever I talk about it, I just think it's the most exciting thing ever. And so it's so interesting. And maybe that's just because how I kind of got into it. But I think it's so interesting that people view it as kind of, which I'm like, I'm now concerned for the people that I talk to supply chain. Why am I putting them to sleep? Um, but do you think um, this popularization of supply chain is like almost debunking myths about it or just changing how people view it and perceive it? Um, I don't know if I would say debunking myths. I don't. I don't know what the myths are or would be, but um, I think it's just definitely making it more intriguing because you're showing like, here's a real person who is enjoying it and you know, really successful in it. And here is the importance of what they do. It affects your everyday life. Um, so the person behind the the thing, the, the delivery of the goods to your door, like I, I think it just makes it very real to the consumer and people who'd potentially be interested in the field. Mm -hmm. And kind of at the same point, like the people who are creating this content with this general theme, are they targeting a certain audience or is it just kind of anyone who will listen? And what does that look like um, just based off your research? Um, have people been perceiving this memification well? Um, have they been taken, do they take further steps beyond it? Or is it just kind of like they see the post, maybe get a giggle and or and move move past it. I think it is targeting a general audience, and I definitely have seen it. I mean, obviously, you can see in the, in the Twitter stats, it's exploded, and people have piggybacked on it and made their own versions of it. You know, why am I single? Why, um, you know, why didn't I do my homework? You know, someone told me that a little kid. There was like a local, some like local newspaper article. I, I couldn't find it, but it, allegedly there was a child who said that like he or she did not do their homework because of the supply chain in, in like middle or elementary school. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's definitely exploded, and 
yeah, everyone's kind of appropriated it and into their own jokes and, Mm -hmm. um, but also hopefully recognized what that actually means and how that affects their daily lives. Yeah. I know on my Instagram, I've shared a couple posts. It was one like, oh, I'm running late, you know, supply chain problems. And I was like, so true. And I think it's funny for me specifically is that I, as, again, I live I live in a world with supply chain tinted glasses. And so my friends are like used to hearing that. Like, sorry, guys, you know, supply chain issues. Like if we ever go to a coffee shop and they're out of something, I'm like, supply chain so i'm like i'm like i'm I'm a walking meme of the supply chain concept which i just think is so funny um how what have you what do you think has been like the main do you think there's like a main source that people are sharing this memification or is it just kind of all over the place do you mean like a platform yeah um i don't i i guess definitely Twitter, I feel like on Twitter that that wave of, of virality has kind of like crested and, and crashed maybe we're past that. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely still see it on TikTok a lot. On Instagram a little bit, but I also a sad thing I noticed when I was searching for these was I would find the actual legitimate businesses saying, sorry, <laughs> supply chain issues, <laughs> we're out of this thing. <laughs> there are so many businesses on Instagram saying so like, our thing is back that you had to wait six months for. No. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no. It's also very real. Um, yeah, it's, it's funny. It's almost like businesses were, like, reappropriating the joke into, like, ha-ha. Okay, but really. <laughs> <laughs> we laugh, but, like, you're not getting this. <laughs> and to that point, do you – do you think there's an opportunity for businesses to like use the memification of um, of supply chain? Because I know, especially on a retail level, consumers can walk into a store and feel a plethora of emotion by the fact that um, that there's their products aren't available. So, what do you think the opportunity for businesses to meme, to kind of like memify their problems to assist um, with the satisfaction of their customer? I think it does give their problems a lot more visibility. And you know, if if you walk into a store and they're out of something, you don't. It's not a surprise to you now. Um, it's it's become a meme. <laughs> and um, I mean, there's been plenty of reporting. And not just on customer service workers, but like you know, restaurant workers and everything who've who've been dealing with you know the effects of the shortages of uh, labor and goods on their customers, and you know the customers being very aggressive, and you know those people have to face the brunt of that. I can't imagine being a customer service worker right now um, at any kind of retailer. Um, but at least now, I mean, this probably gives them some ammo to like, hey, I mean are you living under a rock or (laughs) seen this? Um, So I'm I'm sure that visibility must help uh, because everyone knows what's going on. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I, I think that's interesting that um, because we're now like, I mean, I personally feel if it weren't for this global pandemic, no one would, no one would really know what supply chain is. Um, I I think that definitely like started a conversation around supply chain because we were seeing problems within it. 
Um, but sometimes I think we have to be mindful. I know, especially as someone who is like creating supply chain based content that, um, the mummification of supply chain ultimately isn't going to reach everyone and it's not going to solve their problems because sometimes, which I find this shocking, but I, I still walk down the street and I meet people who still don't know what supply chain is, even though they're hearing supply chain problems, supply chain issues on every media source they listen to or tune in. And so I think it's just fascinating that some people still don't entirely understand the capacity, like understand what the supply chain is. And so I think that at least in my role as someone who does create supply chain content gives me the opportunity to almost to do the memification and hop on those trends, but also in turn provide like educational resources for people to understand what's happening. Um, because to your point, um, we're definitely like in an evolving state within our supply chain by, and this has allowed us to have more visibility, to have more diversity, to have more transparency. Um, and so in turn, if I, I think that just provides a really great opportunity to have the memification, have the fun, but also provide like really transparent educational content. And um, hopefully people, hopefully we won't meet anyone who doesn't know what supply chain is um, because knowledge is power. Um, but also a LinkedIn user, um, they said that link, link, I just want to mention LinkedIn for sure has so much, so much supply chain meme content. Mm -hmm. I, one of my favorite ones is Santa at the um, supply chain symposium because he's just has a legendary supply chain. Uh, but um, how do you think, do you think there's an opportunity? How do you think the memification and increased media of supply chain is impacting the business professional in their job? whether they're in supply chain or not. Is it or is it not? Is it is it impacting how they view and do their job? I don't know if it impacts how they do their job. I think they're very busy right now. Um, but appreciating the newfound interest, I, like people, so many people I talk to are like, I'm the most interesting person at the party now, which also, honestly, like me too. Like when I started, I remember I went to my friend's engagement party in October and everybody wanted to be like, what's happening? Explain it all to us. Like, I don't know. I just, I just started. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I can't imagine like being a, a professor or, or someone who um, is like a director or manager at a company who works in this area. Like they must be, you know, the coolest person at all the parties now. Um, but other than, I don't know if there's been much impact beyond that kind of, visibility and, and people just everywhere wanting you to explain it to them. Yeah. Well, I'd love to know from the audience if they've kind of experienced just the popularization of supply chain in their job. Um, I know for me in my, in my um, role, I have noticed just a more, an increased awareness of what's happening in the supply chain. Granted, two years ago, the supply chain just ran smoothly. There is that you mentioned, you said it earlier, like that invisible magic, and it's just no longer there. And so people have to be more aware of it. Um, but it'd be interesting to do a deep dive and understand is that because we're getting more just supply chain content all over on media, on social media, or if it is just because they are seeing it 
in the business and in their operations. Um, but I also want to know, I want to hear about um, just what you have learned in your in your role. Um, I, I, I was like, you've been in it for a little longer than that engagement party, but um, what has been like the challenges or really exciting parts about it and um, kind of like your next steps as well? Like what like what excites you about it? I just had no idea how complex it was. I thought I was taking like a step down in complexity from from business tax to this. Um, but yeah, I, I had no idea there were different kinds of trucking or <laughs> you know, how ports worked. I got to actually go to the port of Charleston because I have family there and was in town and just to see the process of you know the cranes sliding on rails and taking the containers down moving them to stacks for the trucks to pick up. And the trucks have these little passport things that tell them where to go to pick up the containers from other cranes. Like, oh, this is so like, wow, it's this whole system that I got to learn about really quickly that like much faster than anyone telling me about it. Um, But yeah, just the way everything is so complex and interconnected and all the different modes of moving things and um, like the crazy technological advancements. Like it's, I, I've learned so much in just seven months. Um, yeah, I guess we're, <laughs> I have to figure out what, which direction I want to go in terms of my beat, I guess would be next steps. Cause we're, um, again, like we, we lost our, our trucking reporter. And so I'm like, I don't know if I want to do that. I really like retail and inventory management stuff and, uh, the finances associated with that. Um, so just, you know, trying a little bit of everything right now and, and uh, figuring out what focus I want to take. Yeah, well, that's awesome. The world is your oyster. And I love how um, I just, I mean, one, I keep raving about your article, but I just think it's really awesome that you were kind of in supply chain in your own little way. And we're always talking about there's not one way to get involved in supply chain. I think you're a great example of this, that there's so many directions you can take. But um, before we close out, I just want to kind of highlight this last comment that people said that even my kids question everything when we go to the stores and cannot get things like iPad, foods and bikes, definitely making everyone more aware is that it is influencing the next generation of just people, but also pe- this could spark an interest and really change the next generation of supply chain. Just have that awareness and understand what we as consumers, how we impact the supply chain and how we also have the power to kind of make a difference. Um, So I just think this topic is fascinating. So, um, but Lydia, I cannot thank you enough for one, writing an article like this and like sharing awareness, but all that you do, but also just joining me today. um, I know our audience and I myself really value your insight and everything you shared. So um, make sure to read her article. I cannot stress it enough. So good. Follow her on everything and along her journey. Um, but also feel free to connect with me and let's talk supply chain on LinkedIn. But Lydia is an absolute joy. And just thank you so much again for joining me. Thanks so much for having me. What are your business's supply chain challenges? Too much inventory on hand? Too many disruptions and stockouts? Are there too many steps and touches involved? If you have a vision for improvement, 
Fastenal can tailor a solution to help you get there. From automated bins that monitor your inventory 24-7 to vending devices that let you control and track the products that keep your business running. Fastenal has the ability and experience to help your supply chain. Go to fastenal.com forward slash LTSC to see how they do it. Fastenal, where industry meets innovation. It's always a great time with Abby around. Memification isn't something that we think about when it comes to our industry and how it's being shaped. But as long as future supply chainers are like these humans, we'll be in good hands after all. I'm really looking forward to seeing what else is to come from the next generation. If you want to find out more, you can check everything we've got out at letstalksupplychain.com. We've got a page for coming in hot and all of our live shows. Plus, you can use the search bar on our website because if you're looking for a solution to a supply chain challenge or maybe an episode about a challenge that you're having or something in supply chain you want to learn more about, we have most likely had them either on the show or on one of our live shows. So use that search bar or you can go to Let's Talk Supply Chain YouTube page as well. You can listen to more podcasts featuring the best and brightest in the industry. And remember to come back next week for the next episode of our mini series about unstucking your supply chain with QuickBase. And I'll be joined by Mark Raffin from Negotiations Ninja on our regular Let's Talk Supply Chain episodes. Our podcasts are here for you to listen to, but you can support the show in a few ways and it helps so much. You can follow us on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or also over on TikTok. You can give us a like or subscribe on our Let's Talk Supply Chain YouTube channel and subscribe to our newsletter over at letstalksupplychain.com. Plus, go and check out Blended under listen at letstalksupplychain.com. We also have a GoFundMe because as you know, we now have the Blended platform Pledge, which is our nonprofit, and we are going to be giving away grants so diverse voices can say yes to speaking engagements. You can also find some really cool supply chain gear and purchase our exclusive industry-specific di- dictionary in our shop at letstalksupplychain.com. You can also get that dictionary for free if you DM Let's Talk Supply Chain on Instagram, talk one. And remember, if you want to be featured on an upcoming episode, rate and review the show over on Apple Podcasts. Have a great week, everyone. Thanks for listening. And remember, ship happens.